Hello and welcome to the Forge America Missional Podcast. My name is Alan Bradford and this is the Story Podcast. And with me today is Ben Conaway in Knoxville, Tennessee. Welcome, Ben. Why don't you give us a little bit of who you are? Yeah, thanks, Alan. I appreciate it. Um, thanks for having me on. Yeah, so my name is Ben Conaway. Like you said, I, I'm married, have two wonderful twins, um, grew up in East Tennessee went to college out of state, but then got the chance to move back to Knoxville about 10 years ago. Um, and so in a lot of ways, the past 10 years has just been an attempt to, to kind of set down some really deep roots, be really present in my neighborhood. So my wife and I have attempted to integrate every aspect of our life into kind of one neighborhood. So we live, work, worship, play all in Oakwood, Lingham Park in North Knoxville. Uh, so I'm employed by a hospital in the area, have a full-time outreach position at Fulton High School, which is in our neighborhood. And, I'm, you know, I'm doing athletic training there, so sports medicine. Um, and then, you know, other than that, my wife and I have co-founded a community neighborhood garden a couple of years ago, and I'm an organizer of um, the Knoxville Gaelic Athletic Club, I'm trying to build some community around a, a funky Irish sport there. So... <laughs> That's kind of the quick synopsis, <laughs> I guess. That's great. Well, hey, man, why don't you tell us how you happened to intersect with Forge? Yeah, absolutely. So graduated from college, college and uh, like I said, had an opportunity to, to move back down to Tennessee, East Tennessee, and was loosely connected to a faith community crossings um, through my Little League baseball coach, matter of fact. Um, and so started engaging with that faith community, trying to, you know, I was a young believer at that point, um, maybe four or five years and was really trying to ask the questions like, what does this look like to, to follow Jesus and to kind of let, let God be Lord of every aspect of my life. That's how I would have said it at the time. Um, not just attend a, an event on Sundays, but let it, let the teachings, the postures, the priorities of Jesus really influence uh, Monday through Saturday as much as Sunday. And so, uh, I think it was a few years, I think it was 2013, I'd been engaging with Crossings for a few years, and we got connected to Forge, and I think I was one of the, the guinea pigs that went through our first residency um, of Forge, and in a lot of ways, it was a catalyst, it was life-changing, and has really informed um, how I've tried to be faithfully present to my neighborhood, to, to every aspect of my life, um, and be faithfully responsive to Jesus and that story and how it intersects with mine. So, you know, since then, my residency, I've been coaching every year. Uh, I've been serving on kind of our Knoxville Forge team, um, just focused on how do we keep our alumni of the, of the experience connected. Um, I, I enjoy every fall when we launch a new residency. I've hosted kind of a, a common meal, a guided common meal at a long table and so just welcoming our residents so those two aspects of welcoming our new residents and then also keeping our alumni connected has been kind of my role as of late that's great man so now that you've intersected with forge you, you you've been a part of it you you've gone through it what do you feel like god's calling you to right now like what's going on in you that you feel like hey this is what god is actively asking me to be a part of yeah my most most faithful response to um, Jesus is definitely neighboring and neighboring well. Um, I think that Jesus absolutely stretched our understanding of who is my neighbor. But yeah, I think he 
most definitely included those that are geographically closest to us. Um, and it might be kind of cliche, but I really think we could change the world if we literally love the people that are the closest to us, our neighbors. And so it's kind of all rooted in that simple concept there, but um, really community development, developing meaningful relationships um, is what I'm passionate about. I do that pr primarily through two different ways. Um, I mentioned participating in um, hurling with an age, this Irish sport. Um, so we've, over the past four or five years, we've built up this sport and social club. Um, and we talk about valuing like play, health, um, rootedness, and then family, having friendships as family. And so trying to come alongside people and help improve our holistic health through engaging with sport and then developing meaningful relationships alongside that. And so we've seen people, you know, help each other move, um, putting in baseboards for one another. Um, we had a, a teammate that unfortunately got a head injury and Kendall went over to her house and watched her kids as she went and got sought medical help. So we're seeing some cool things there, but I'd say even more so what I'm mostly passionate about is, you know, my wife Molly and I, I mentioned the garden that we started at Burwell Gardens. Uh, it's a mile from our house. For a number of years, we were kind of listening to our neighbors and on the, the neighborhood Facebook page, people kept asking for a community garden and they tried to get something going, but it would just fizzle out for lack of resources one way or the other. And then we happened to get a hold of an old vacant lot. Um, we started a nonprofit, 501c3, named Cultivate Wholeness. And then for the past two years, we've been developing that lot into a, a neighborhood garden. You know, we want to be about meeting some food insecurities in our neighborhood, providing access to affordable, fresh produce, um, where sometimes it's limited. But we also want to be about creating relationships and trying to decrease this trend towards loneliness and isolation that we're seeing amongst our neighbors. Um, and so, you know, it was funny. We had the twins, my two and a half year old twins, right around the time we decided to launch that initiative, um, which, you know, might have seemed kind of crazy at the time, but it's been great to, to watch our kids kind of grow up alongside that garden. And um, we just close the gates to the fence, let them run wild and get their hands dirty as we do the same. And so it feels like an adult playground down there and uh, something that worthy of giving the energy and attention to. And, uh, really the last thing I'd say on that is we're hoping to kind of expand our efforts moving forward. Um, it, you know, I've been calling it from Burwell to backyards. We really want to raise some support and um, some funding to come alongside some neighbors in our neighborhood and set them up with um, thriving, sustainable backyard gardens. Um, Cause one thing we found is, you know, if you're a single mother or family, both parents are working, even a three, four block walk down to the neighborhood garden, to your raised bed can be problematic, can be prohibitory um, to really kind of getting uh, garden growing and, and getting that produce to kind of help alleviate stress in a lot of ways. So we want to come to our neighbors. We want to find some neighbors that may be having those food insecurities, maybe under-resourced and kind of set them up with a, you know, a garden uh, ready to go with irrigation, seeds, all the rest. And then we want to check in on them uh, maybe twice a month. And that way we're not, you know, we're helping them with gardening techniques and we're also 
becoming aware of more and more of the needs of our neighbors uh, in our area. And then hopefully we can connect them to resources just beyond gardening. Um, so that's kind of what I'm passionate about in the snapshot right there. That's great, man. So if people wanted to know more about uh, the, the garden, Burwell Garden, how could they find out more about the garden? Yeah, first and foremost, we just launched a new website, uh, cultivatewholeness.info. That you'll find information on the on Burwell Gardens there, just our organization in general. Um, a little bit of a info on that new initiative of the backyard gardens, um, but also you can look up Burwell Gardens on on Facebook, Instagram, you know, all those social medias these days. Um, but those, those are really the easy access points, and um, yeah. Okay, so if people want to find out about this Gaelic sport called hurling, how in the world do we find out about that? Because I'd never heard of that until you, Ben. Yeah, I, I tell you, my Ma and I got to go to Ireland like five years ago, and we came across it. Um, but I, I grew up playing basketball, a lot of the American sports. I think it's the best sport in the world. So it's <laughs> it's most definitely the greatest sport you've never heard of. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, there's the USGAA, the United States Gaelic Athletic Association. Of course, ours is the Knoxville Gaelic Athletic Club. You can find us predominantly on Facebook. Um, but, you know, it's funny, any city, Knoxville size or bigger, typically has a club. Um, not super popular in the sense of um, the greater awareness of the community, but uh, it's a really cool thing going on. Um, just a lot of running, so you get some heart health in there. But, you know, just that idea of communitas, you know, a group of people striving towards the same common goal. Um, when sports are done well, they can build really meaningful relationships and that's what we're trying to do. So, so look it up. If nothing else, it's really entertaining to watch. Um, and I've had a blast with it. So that's great. Well, thank you, Ben, for being on the podcast. Really appreciate it, man. And, uh, keep doing what you're doing. Thanks. Alan. I appreciate having the opportunity.